podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're called Whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't mean robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, we'll take it seriously. We're only bugging. <laughs> My name's Mark Webster. This is the Whistleblowers. Welcome along to what, of course, is the closing down of the season. The sale is on. There are winter clothes to be bought. And there are teams to get promoted and win titles. Um, and I've got three guests in front of me to discuss uh, all such matters now. Um, I do have to point out at this stage, gentlemen, that one of you um, is that was spotted in Leighton on Saturday night. I'm not saying which one it was in Leighton on Saturday night, with his trousers around his ankles, sobbing, doing the Daniel Sturridge dance. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not saying which one it was, because that obviously, you know, I don't want to offend uh, Stuart. But um, that's him. But also, my, my, my main worry is that Sam Pilger's here, and uh, we was down a pub, and his warm-up was terrible. <laughs> so there's going to be some real trouble here this afternoon. But luckily, Kevin Day's here, um, and yeah. the reason I'm, I'm, I'm saying luckily Kevin Day's here is because he wasn't here last week, when we finally did the West End at Olympic Stadium situation and I'll, resolved it, Kevin, it's all over. Apoplectic. With Eight, 18 months I've been trying to tie you down about <laughs> your club thieving a stadium off the London taxpayers, and you do it when I'm not here. And, we, and, and, and you've I, resolved it, you say. We resolved it, and also... By pretending to be generous... And yet, offering 16,000 season tickets, the exact number that you need to fill your stolen stadium at cut price. Plus, also, let's not forget that uh, the, the Whistleblowers is one of the 5,000 small businesses that signed up. <laughs> well, well, as, David <laughs> as David Cameron said, I love that quote, David Cameron said, well, two of them may have been fake, but that's still 4,998 <laughs> <laughs> 4, small businesses need, about, need yeah. help. Out there somewhere to will, be will it be, will it be nicknamed the, the council house, like United with City? Uh -huh. I mean, by, across all London. Imagine all clubs across London. I would be, I'd be proud if it was called the council house. I mean, obviously that flies somewhat in the face of our ownership. <laughs> um, but, you know, there you go. That's, that's, that's me entirely. Well, it would be one of the few council houses still rented. <laughs> yeah, he's exactly. Oh, there you go. Hey, hey. <laughs> my name's Ben Elton. I'm Plus here. also, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to feel. Plus also, <laughs> we're renting out to other people, you know, making yeah, a bit of cash yeah, yeah. out of it. And, and the other 20 odd days. I did, I, I, the only bit of power of it, I should say, is that is this, uh, the idea that... Who was doing a story start? I still haven't got... Who... I think he's referring to me. Oh, OK. This pre <laughs> I'm the only one that lives in Lake. I've got to be brutally honest with you. He may be the only person in the world who will be doing the Daniel Sturridge dance and crying in Leighton because he's worried about Liverpool's future. There's possibly no one else left on this planet other than Stuart. I should have said some bearded... Yeah, but there you go. Now, let's start from the top. Uh, Aiden Hazard wins himself... Oh, no, has been voted the PFA uh, Football of the Year... It, it, for a start, Sam, is there uh, any problems with that? He went up against, was it Costa, Coutinho, De Gea, um, uh, Harry Kane and Sanchez? Well, it's very good timing because a couple of hours ago I cast my vote as a member of the Football Writers Association for the Football Writers Football of the Year. Yeah. Uh, which the is important one. With the important one, <laughs> the more prestigious one since 1949. It might be said you might think about your vote. Yes. <laughs> so Stanley Matthews, first winner. Um, and, uh, yeah, the more prestigious one. And I voted for Harry Kane. 
Um, oh. Yeah, well, that's just an interesting yeah. point, though, because the, the, the players vote around about February, don't they? They vote uh, earlier, yeah. The much, so there's a lot of the seasons. Given the fact that Heisen's main impact has yeah, been yeah. later than that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. The FWA, yeah, you can vote up until May the 11th. Yeah. Um, but also, the, I mean, as, as was explained in the last couple of weeks, the PFA one is open to a lot more abuse, whereby people can't be bothered to fill it out. And, um, you know, so someone fills it all in. And also, there's tactical voting. Cause what, is John the Eurovision contest for, style voting? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, well, John Terry said he voted for Coutinho. But there's all sorts of legends about club secretaries. Get it. They, yeah. They, yeah. they fill out all the voting forms, et cetera, et cetera. Or the <sighs> captain fills it all out for... Yeah, in the same way that I'm afraid a lot of the shirts you might have bought on eBay have been signed by the dinner lady rather <laughs> than the actual players. Who did you vote Not for? Edna. Who did you vote for, young player? No, no. Oh, it's uh, just one player. It's just probably the yeah, yeah. Because they don't care about them because no. obviously they're, they're, they're yeah. not, there's no column inches in them. What was it? Was it, I didn't realise it was a controversial choice. That, that, well, I don't think. Because I, 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 I argued it. The only controversy. Mourinho has tried to try to stir up some controversy by saying that. There were six Chelsea players, and there should have been eleven in the in the Premier League team of the season. Yeah, because the, said, the, so. the, the Premier League team also has, uh, in, in, you know, along with Hazard's got John Terry, uh, Gary Cahill, Ivanovic, and Costa. Um, which again, uh, are, we, are we talking about the same time frame, Sam? Is it, were they voted? It's similar. I think the PFA. Took, I mean, the PFA used to vote in sort of January and mm. so on. I remember Mark, yeah, yeah. Mark Hughes winning it. In 1989 and 91, and he and didn't score after about right. February. Um, but but all the votes are sort of taken in January. You have an amazing autumn. You'd you'd always win it. But um, I think there's there's the similar time frame. I mean, I, I vote for Harry Kane because I think scoring 30 goals when you haven't started the game from November, no one had heard of you. Yeah. You know, a year ago, you're doing it in a so-so Tottenham side. It's absolutely incredible. Well, there's some romance in that as well, yeah. which is which. Yeah. That, no, you the, vote, that. the votes don't always go that way. Okay. Yeah. Not, not because that, I'm, I'm, is... I'm not bleating about it, not, not being full of Englishmen, but of course he was. You know, he kind of does carry. You know, he does wave some form of flag in that sense as well. And continue, I guess, though, in, this, in a weird way, would be the perfect vote given the time I was just, frame. I was just going to say, given what yeah. you just said, it would make perfect sense because our run from when you beat us at Old mm. Trafford to. To the when you beat us at Anfield, the <laughs> book ended the run. Um, the, the, yeah, Coutinho was was fantastic, and he scored a number of worldies. So it was like, you know, and he hasn't done since. No, was was De Gea the only man you put? Yes, he was in, in the in the top six. I, I, I'm not sure no who surprise, else made that no. eleven. But although, can I say, Mignolet is, is up for the Golden Gloves. He's got the most clean sheets, oh, which well, is insane. That's, 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 given yeah. Mignolet's career was over. And he was dropped, wasn't he, for Brad Jones? He's actually got 14 clean sheets this year. And given the fact that we're going to talk about Gomez... I don't want to win that. No, no, no. It'd be nice to win something, though, wouldn't it? It's the big old trophy cabinet you got. What do we think about that game, though? Did it resolve any issues? I'll give Mourinho his due again here. Is that you know I think boring is 10 years without a title is a lovely, lovely little soundbite. Um... But did we watch two teams, Kevin, first of all, who, who, who kind of aligned themselves nicely at the right? This is like horse race. Two horses who've just got, who hit that kind of like the final bends and, and, and are getting it right. I, I, it's, I thought Terry's reaction at the end was really interesting, the way he was pumping it. I, I thought Chelsea bent over backwards in an unusual fashion to give Arsenal some respect. As Terry was saying, the reason we, we, we reacted like that is because they could still catch us. They've scored in virtually every game at, at the Emirates. They're a really difficult team. And yet, 
no one seemed to hear that in the, in the sort of maelstrom of boring, no, boring Chelsea. Right. They all seemed to assume that Chelsea behaved like that and it, it sort of wind Arsenal up. I, I spoke to several Arsenal fans this week who were just so disappointed with the lack of ambition. It, and it, yeah, a point's fine for Chelsea. Chelsea did what they had to do to win the game. If Arsenal didn't stretch them at all until Welbeck came on, there was no sense of urgency. There was no sense. That game could still be playing now and Arsenal wouldn't have got anywhere near scoring. Yeah. So I, can't, I really don't understand why Arsenal fans were so energised by Chelsea's performances. And, and also the fact is, it's like at the end of the season, there's no little note after, the, after each result saying how well or badly the, the, the team's played. And the fact is, let's be fair, Chelsea... When they need to, Chelsea are a brilliant football team when they need to be. Only Man City have scored more goals than them. Is, but the, yeah. you, you could argue it was a version of brilliant because, of course, you know they, they, they've gone against the, the, the foam holes, you know, in the, in the title race with Arsenal at the moment. Um, it, from that point of view, do you think that what we saw was exactly what the, the, you know we need to see from a winning team? Is that exactly Chelsea did the right thing? Well, well, I think they they kind of earned the right to, don't they? Because they they're they're in front. And it's about them losing the league rather than winning yeah. the league. They've kind of done all their... So where the tricks they... Yeah, and yeah. Also, it's, it's interesting that the narrative was this was Mourinho giving Arsenal some respect because listening to yeah. some of the radio phone-ins, the amount of, uh, we need to get rid of Wenger, he's not going to do it. Like, you couldn't see that Chelsea had actually played themselves down to contain Arsenal and Arsenal just couldn't knock them down. You know, it was like, it just was a well-played well team. And, you know, many a better team than Arsenal probably wouldn't have scored as well. I could, I know, I could understand going away to the team that's second and, and playing for a point. I mm. think it was the week earlier. I thought Chelsea were more boring, but ironically, they won the game. So that's what um, bomb-proofs them which, against which, United. Which yeah. 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 I thought, yeah. you're at home, you're the league leaders, you know, let's see what you can do. I, I, thought, I, thought, I genuinely thought, watching the game, that Chelsea took their lead from Arsenal. Mm. And if Arsenal had come out, it really had a go at them, then Chelsea and, and left a bit of space for Chelsea to attack, they would have done so. Because Chelsea are a good enough team to be able to adapt their tactics to whatever happened. I don't think that Chelsea necessarily went there saying, we'll, we'll defend, we'll get the point we need. But they, the, way that, the way that Arsenal set up and the way that Arsenal played in front of them, they didn't have to do anything. I've got to say as well, I, I think it's a bit of a misnomer anyway, because those three that he played, including Aiden Hazard... We saw it, particularly the first half. You saw an extraordinary counter-attacking setup there. Yeah, yeah. There's goals in that I mean, counter-attacking setup. Like, Chelsea, you know. Chelsea had two. Was it two they were, they were penalty claims? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, uh, yeah uh, pretty much penalties. And we're without three recognised strikers. Yeah, yeah. as well. Which almost was redundant yeah. in the yeah. way that he that he, that he kind of set about. But if you, look, if you look at if you look at how Arsenal came, at, you know, a couple weeks ago against Liverpool, they came out and, and like the, we we couldn't get the ball. We just couldn't get the ball. They they were on our 18 yard line. Yeah. But they wouldn't obviously do that to Chelsea because they're, they're, they're more scared of doing yeah. that. So, that, li that Liverpool, that's, that's as, a, as a neutral, I, I still say that I know Brendan Rodgers says that the game at Sellers Park when we beat you when Warnock was still manager was their worst performance and that's when he changed, decided to change his tactics because Liverpool were shocking at Sellers Park but they've been really good since. But that, I was, I was quite astonished by how Liverpool played it. At the Emirates, yeah, and that well, form, that, that, that twenty-minute spell was just not not a Liverpool side. It was yeah. just not. They weren't Liverpool players. They weren't playing in the way Liverpool played. There was no spine. There was no. And also, it's, it's interesting. I think Liverpool fans seem to have. I can't recall in previous seasons Liverpool fans ever being negative to the team. And you saw after that game, and Spurs Park as well. You saw after that game when they went to Liverpool fans in the corner, a lot of whom had gone. They weren't met with the usual loyal. 
well done. No, this, this is, this is, yeah. I've, I've listened to this talks a lot, on, certainly on some, some Liverpool podcasts, where they're saying that the support at the moment they feel is, uh, is a bit toxic in places. It's kind of... Right. It's, yeah. And I think, you know, that's, you know, it's not that long ago that, that we had the kind of Hicks and Gillette debacle, yeah. which was the first time you got that split in fans, where people are going, we need to get rid of them. They're going, no, you need to support your team. Yeah. It's like, no, we need to get rid of them. And then that... And it's, it's, a bit too, it's a bit yeah. too recent in memory as well, well for it to not be completely dismissed, I, I, I don't it? think Rogers helps himself sometimes. He's, he's, no, clearly, he doesn't. he's clearly a good manager, but when at the weekend this, this stat was coming out about he's the first Liverpool manager since the 50s to go three seasons without a trophy. Yeah. And when he answers that criticism by saying, well... I didn't exactly inherit a team that was winning trophy after trophy, did oh, I? Oh, so no, it's so going to take a lot of time. It's a bit back it's kind of, that, it, it? it is, and it's kind of... The politic thing to do is go, this is a club that should be winning trophies every year, we need to address that. Not, well, we've been pretty ropey for the past but 10 I think, years. But, so but we've, up, we've yeah. had a manager that's having to prove himself, and I think he's, he's his own worst enemy in a sense that he... Because he, he can't go... Well, them trophies are won in the Bundesliga, or them trophies are won in La Liga. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like Rafa, yeah. Rafa could have done when, yeah, whenever yeah, he was yeah. getting stick. Uh, Brent, we've took a gamble on Brendan Rodgers yeah. as the next, you know, the next sure. new world to get, but it ain't happening yet. And I think, you know, I just think he's he's, he's a bit insecure sometimes. The story, Sam, is the story at the moment? Is it the battle for second and the battle for fourth? It feels a little bit that way, especially given the fact that it feels like a couple of there's teams stuttering, not least of which would be your boys all of a sudden. Well, I think, I mean, obviously, everybody talks about top four, but only the first three get into the Champions League, and people tend to forget that. And that is a huge uh, hurdle. It changes your whole um, season, uh, pre-season. If you've got to come back and, you know, there's two games you've got to play and you could get a hard team and, you, you know, you're not into your, your groove. And so it's a huge deal to finish third, not fourth. Um, is, is third an I, issue? Is there, because, you know, no, who did it? Everton, fight. Everton yeah. finished fourth and then got knocked out. Yeah. 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 At the moment, yeah. so at the moment, obviously, we got it, it, as we sit here talking, it's City and it's Arsenal, and the, but, but it's 67, 67, 65 points. So it's like yeah. that, that's a big Arsenal fight for third. Arsenal's got a game in that. But also, you have to admire Sky to a degree. Their battle for second and third and make a difference. It's the battle for third and fourth. No, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the big Those difference. Those two plays, yeah. That's, yeah, but even then, it, it's kind of hard to sell that as a. As a mm. you, know, you have to watch them the last day of the season to see which of these old to see which of these teams that are much richer than the team you support. Have to play an extra game in the Champions League like, <laughs> yeah, to make that well, elegant. Well, well, to make that elegant is difficult. For well, that was, that was so, again no. part of Rogers' yeah. uh, fallibility in front of the media, where he acknowledged that. We've got the fifth highest wage bill, and we're fifth in the league. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, very that's, much. Yeah, that's, well, there's, yeah, there's yeah. ambition. Well, <laughs> why, why even bother playing any games? Yeah. Which you know, also, you simply no, just do it on the, on the oh, maths oh, of the, 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 the subject of Europe. Robbie Savage accidentally said something intelligent <laughs> this week. No. So, no. On, on, and said something nice. And beat Man U. And Ian Wright said something, which I kind of... I, he got a lot of stick for, but he was, he was saying, if I was an Everton fan, I'd be a little bit upset that they, mm. you know, they raised the game for Man U. And I suspect Palace would do exactly the same thing. And there is an element of that being... But, and then he, he talked about the whole, um, thank God they're out of the Europa League. Uh, Shearer said the same thing on the, on the Sunday night, thank God Everton out of the Europa League. And Robbie Savage just went, can anyone explain what's so different about playing Wednesday, Saturday to Thursday, Sunday? And, yeah. and Shearer started going, well, you, you go to foreign countries and... and Ryanair's airports were a long way. That's Robbie Savage yeah, yeah, yeah. saying, but what essentially, yeah, yeah. What, and then, then Shearer's going, well, you, you know, the other teams have played before you, 
But it, what is that? What well, is to be fair, we have learned to charm that mantra, though, haven't we? I think I'm going to say it's permission to it's permission to be poor. I think in yeah, many senses. Yeah, that's very that's a really good way. Sheeran though yeah. did I, I I saw that debate, but he did have the good point though that some Champions League games are on the Tuesday. So you get Tuesday, uh, yeah, Saturday, so yeah. you do get, but it's always Thursday. Yeah, Europa but if you're not in the Europa League or the Champions League, if you're, if you're a Stoke City and neither, yeah. then you're but, playing... But, you're but playing it's also and, true that no-one gives a tinker's cuss about yeah. the Europa. I mean, I, 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 I don't think play, that's true. I don't play, think, I think fans do. You play Sunday round your I, mum's house I think and no-one would care. No, I don't think that's true. I think, I think fans of, of maybe Man United, Liverpool, Arsenal don't. But I'd, I'd, you ask a Palace fan or a West Ham fan you know, or a Stoke but fan. But that's, that's, that's that little glory trick. That's that little yeah, sort of like, you know, yeah, little, yeah, a, a little summer season. season. But Wigan were in it. They played half the team. Yeah, well. no, that's the point. Yeah, 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 Bolton, Bolton. It's, it's not Bolton. It's yeah, not Bolton, 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 Villa, Bolton, wasn't it? Villa. Bolton fans. Swansea, Swansea were the, perhaps the most all-embracing of it. I was at Bolton the weekend. They had a massive demonstration. I think 2,000 of them went out to somewhere in Bulgaria or whatever, and, and had to watch the reserve team play. The fans wanted to yeah. take it seriously. Well, there you go. This is where Speaking of that, let's do this now. Before we talk about um, poor old Sam and, his, and, his, and, his, and Louis van Gaal, who basically doesn't need actually to play any football anymore, he can basically <laughs> just say, no, done, no good. Off. Run round corns appallingly. Oh, you think that's interesting, that's, do you? That's yeah. Oh, that's interesting, you think, do you? Yeah. yeah. I do. But as we sit here speaking... Um, Stuart's in there, uh, and, and uh, he's not doing. He's not crying and doing his Daniel Sturridge dance. He did that on Saturday. What he's doing is sitting though. He's, he's like many Liverpool fans. He's not at home, but uh, for obviously different reasons. Because there's a point being made, isn't there? As we yeah, speak. yeah. I, th I think on the on the back of the general national campaign of twenty is plenty for the for the away ticket allocation, and, and I was quite shocked at the numbers. Um, this season, when Stoke went to the Casey Stadium, so that's the 2014-15 season that we're in now, they charged £16 to Stoke fans, right. which, is, which seems a great price to go to a Premier League game. Very encouraging. We'll You'd go along to that, wouldn't you? In, in April 2015 of the same season, Liverpool fans are being asked to pay £50 for the same seat. Well, that's because you all live on yachts. We do, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why. Yeah. How expected? Why? No, well, it's, it's, it's just the, the, it's, a, it's a category of game. It's like yeah. it's, it's, it's much like um, I think. I think in some senses, so, uh, just quickly there. There's the point. Category of game is category of football team, not category of fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which is the, yeah. Cause, the yeah. bizarre yeah. part. Of I, this, understand, I understand that you might want to charge your own fans who are going to turn out because they're local and they've got. I mean, away fans travel to games. You know, like, whereas you know, generally a home game is a bus ride to the to the stadium for most people. And and when so you're paying your forty quid to go to the stadium in the first place. I mean, there's an argument. And I think we were talking about the pub. There's an argument that, that way fans should be going for free in some senses. You know the way that because they they make they make the atmosphere. And the Premier League needs to be very careful. I think with all the money they're throwing in, that the value of this league is the atmosphere that's created compared to but other. other, other Steve, Kevin, Steve, Steve, Steve Bruce, to his credit, which is not a sentence I like to use. He's got a very big head. But yeah, but, but he was asked about this this week, and he, he initially said he wasn't aware of it, and then when it was explained to him, said that's not right. You can't penalise fans of bigger clubs. But I think what Hull have done, and it, it's not just Hull, it's happened all over the... I mean, City, no, they, they, City they, they don't, they they don't know this It's, it's happening course. all over the place, and I think yeah. what happens is that, for the most part, it happens, and they know that fans of bigger clubs who do boycott, they, they still, they'll sell those tickets to neutrals or to people who want to see Liverpool or Man United or whatever, but it's, it's, it's just an... It's, it's, it shouldn't just be about away fans being occasionally charged too much. It should be about the ticket prices full stop, and Stoke, to eternal credit... 
plus another team who I can't remember, I'm, I'm afraid, have, have already said, because of the new TV money, that the, the income from ticket sales is so minuscule, so minuscule, that they said, there's no, we're not going to raise it because it makes no difference. And they're, they're, they're actually saying to fans, we'll do as much as we can to help you, because they know, as, as like saying at Palace, Palace, you can get tickets on instalments, really yeah. because they know that, for the most part, 90% of football fans struggle if they want a season ticket, for example, or they want to go to a game. It's a fuckload of money. So, it's a, it's a lo it's, despite what we're being told yeah. by the government about how well this country's doing. <laughs> no, exactly. It's, it's extraordinarily expensive. So Five, it's a whole ticket. 498 small yeah. businesses can't be wrong, so don't yeah. knock it. Um, are we... Is there a smell in, 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 your, in the journalistic world that, 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 that the seed changes there in spite of themselves? That, that there's going to be a sense that suddenly we're the Bundesliga... Um, and, you know, and everyone's paying 18 euro to get into a ground. No. <laughs> no, no, I don't think there is. I think, though, I think the, the, the pressure from the fans and the boycott tonight, you know, which I wholeheartedly support, has to continue because it, you know, they'll. It's a whole thing. They'll keep charging you what you want, what they want, until there's empty seats. You know, I mean, and, and there's been in the past. There's been, um, you know, protests where everyone walks to the ground protesting and then walks into the ground and watches the game. You, you literally, it's comes on. I they're not there. That's yeah. So I don't think it's in the journalistic world. I think it's, it comes from the fans. Yeah. It's the pressure, and they have to keep doing it. You know, City at Arsenal a couple of years ago said, we're not going 62 quid for an away thing. There's a little flurry, and then, and then it went away. Um, it has to continue. But, there's no, but there, is no, there is no sense, no, no, no kind of groundswell that we think that has occurred. I mean, because what it is, it's, it's always the individual moments, isn't it? Well, well, everyone well, makes their I, point, well, and then, well, it, well, then it, ceases, it means nothing. I mean, there are mutual agreements. I didn't realise. There are mutual agreements between clubs that say, we'll charge your away fans 20 yeah, quid, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you charge yeah. ours. And that's kind of... That's, is that, is that that's an overt thing? thing? Do, do, well, do, 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 do we know that? that? But the, the Premier League can't impose it. There are other issues as well. Is that, is that uh, Steve Parrish, for example, Palace chairman, is still furious that when we played West Ham away, West Ham said, you either buy 3,000 tickets on block... Or we'll only release 500 tickets. No, 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 no. That was, that was a rave that we were <laughs> right, having yeah. at Upton Park. And yeah. that's how they do it, because when you get your DJs, you, you, you get the DJs tickets, they sell the tickets, Kevin. But the, the, the difficulty with Trust that 20 is, is, it's like there's, there's no club in the Premier League or indeed any league that can risk charging away fans less money than they're charging home fans. Because, you know, if you say, right, a fair, a fair price for away fans would be 20 quid, and two-thirds of your home fans are paying 30 quid... The simple, yeah, the, the, the home fans aren't going to say, actually, I think that's fair because we'll only pay 20 quid. Well, you say that, but have, a moment, have, have we all come to terms with the fact that you, you buy a season ticket and then you watch people waltzing in for, like, you know, a fiver every now and then, and you go, well, hold on, I, I, no, I've, I, I've underpinned this off. I mean, that, that does happen. I mean, you, 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 do, you do get kind of screwed, but... You, I, I mean, there's the old kids for a quid, but they're, they're, they are rare. And, you know, I... You know, I like to take my son to as many games as, as I can in different grounds and, and so on. And, you know, I, I, I love Loftus, Loftus Road. Absolutely love it, you know, and obviously they've probably fallen out of the Premier League, so I wanted to take him to, you know, lovely packed ground. I remember when Bullock were there, go to games then. But it was just, just ridiculous. I had a look in, in, into the prices and I thought, you know, all in, it's 100 quid. Yeah. To see. yeah. Well, so, well, also, I mean, yeah. the, the other issue is, and this hasn't been very well publicised, we're Palace one of the few clubs with a turnstile now, you can actually turn up. There's a, there's a limited number of tickets that you can turn up on the day and, and yeah. pay. Because that's the other, is, is the fact is that most Premier League games you go to, 
you need to plan it five, four. If, you know, if you've got kids, like you said, Sam, if you've got kids, you know, I'll take the kids for a Premier League game, then you've got no chance. Yeah. It's, it's, exactly. They'll either be sold out or you've got to go on a website or pretend to be a fan or do something That's weeks before. So this is why you end up going to a League One game or a non-league game, which is a great thing. But it's, it's the Premier League seem, uh, they seem, un, they seem unaware that they're, it's the younger, you know, the fans of our generation that were young when the Premier League, youngish when the Premier League came and are still going. Yeah. It's the newer fans. Well, that's, going. well no, and I think that's, that's been the main part of a lot, yeah. of, lot of the, a lot of the debate about this is it is, this is about the next generation of football fans. This isn't, this isn't saying, I want cheaper tickets for me per se. Yeah. It's saying, where are the fans going to come from? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Don't, don't need to worry about that because, Barclays and Alan Shearer were going to get the... Oh, they quite ah, knock, on, knock on your door. Knock on your door. Knock on your door and give you a ticket. <laughs> like, like, like Newcastle fans want people to knock on their door and get a ticket I, from Alan Shearer. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It's, it's really funny. <laughs> 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 I do worry Could have been me that lifted him up. Yeah, yeah. I, I worry there's enough time in Alan Shearer's week for him to give away enough tickets to fill every single football ground every week, though. I just I, love the he, fact that... But, but, he, but he looks plucky, so I'm, I'm going to give him I just credit. love the fact at the end of that advert, he goes, that's when I knew I wanted to be a footballer. It's like, no, football fan is what you mean. <laughs> that's when I knew I wanted to be a footballer. Yeah, like, yeah. We, can all, oh, we can all relate to you that. Because up until that point, I remember the first all you were doing was doing yeah. what we all do. Yeah, well, exactly, I remember yeah. my first time at Sellers Park thinking, well, I'll get 120,000 quid a week one day. Which is why I just got the back of a limo. I was 35 when I realised I wasn't going to be a footballer. Still worse, like Nick Hancock said, even in his 40s, he sees that he's pays football sees a bloke in an overcoat walking around thinking, Scout, Scout. I'd like to talk about Manu a little bit more. But before I do that, just in case, because of time constraints, I'd like also to get your uh, thoughts here, Sam, about the two teams that are going to come up and be competing next year and the two models that we're going to have competing next year. Because I know you've been looking at this a little bit, haven't you? Bournemouth and Watford, two different animals entirely. Is, is one of them got the more um, fairy tale version about them? And I think I'm, when I say that, I think that's a loaded question. Can I just say, for the purposes of the listener, that Sam just did that sideways look to the room, which yeah. indicates he hasn't got a clear idea of what the question. Oh, he does. What the question <laughs> actually means. It's a oh. look. I reckon. It's a look I recognise really well. He knows. <laughs> Trust me, he knows. I heard an interesting stat about Watford that they have got an absolutely shocking record against the top eight. That's right. They've, they've, they've really? absolutely cleaned up against the bottom sides. So they've been a flat track bully. Yeah. yeah. But out, out the teams top eight playing each other, they are bottom by some distance. Wow. Right? So they've, they've made their way by beating the, you know, the lowest teams in the championship. The teams that get, you know, the Millwalls, but, the Rovers. But they get to take this model into the, into the Premier League, don't they? Which is the weird thing. You, you, you've got this owner, uh, or, or, the, or the, you've, got, you've got the family, which is Udinese in Granada, I think mm. it is. Now, in theory, everyone's been sort of like, you know, chortling away at the fact that they've kind of, they've found a system where they can own footballers somewhere else and then just simply import them in. That's, they, we're going to get that in the Premier League. That's going to happen. Did, did they, That's this team. Well, Charlton have got a similar system. Did they have four managers in the first six four. weeks of the season? Yeah. It's, it, it's the thing with... It's an interesting one, Watford, and, and it's hard to say this without sounding disrespectful, but the, the fans of every team in the bottom ten of the Premier League are probably delighted that Watford are coming up because you go, well, that's one team we'll finish above <laughs> next season. Yeah. And, and that, that stat's fascinating because I know like, the average no, number of goals per game for Watford is seven in the actual match. They can't, they can't come up to the Premier League and 
play the way they play. Bournemouth is an interesting so I, As a Palace fan, I do have a, <coughs> it's one of the few teams I've got an actual soft spot for because when Palace went into administration first time and we set up a trust, it was Bournemouth fans who helped advise us. And the Bournemouth story... It's six it's years, a, isn't it? It's Kevin astonishing. They were, they, were near, they, were, they were nearly in, in, out of the league six years ago. It's one of the old-fashioned romantic stories. But again, you kind of feel they're going to have to do a lot of hard work for it not to... And also, last night, what was interesting, and if I was a Bournemouth fan, I wouldn't be celebrating yet, because I would... 20-goal swing is not... Well done, Chuck. It's not Chuck out of the website. It's not out of question. But, 19, 19, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's, what, what intrigues me last night is that the, the congratulations lasted for about five minutes, and then the patronising started. Right, and then it's like, well, they'll enjoy one season in the Premier League. And some Bournemouth fans will go, that's all we want, one season in the Premier League. It'll be really interesting to see what Eddie Howe does next season. Because Eddie Howe's one of those people that we all talk about as the, the, you know, possible England manager. We forget what happened at Burnley. Uh, Eddie Howe's been with them from did the start. He, did he do a year at Burnley? Did he manage not, it? Not even that. He just but but I think, you know, I mean, I don't know, what the, I don't know how much the setup might protect Bournemouth. And, and his coaching abilities, but you know, Bradford have been here and fallen away. Yeah, yeah, Blackpool yeah. are about to yeah, fall yeah, into yeah. third tier. You know, Wigan, yeah, Wigan, 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 yeah. Wigan yeah, are going yeah. now. It's like it, that. The, the gamble on the Premier League is about can you really keep betting it all on black? Can you, can you keep yeah, yeah. doing it? And if you don't, yeah. you ain't gonna you ain't gonna muddle your way through. Yeah, but it is. I mean, it is a wonderful. Old-fashioned romantic football story, but we've seen in the, you know Bournemouth shouldn't be in the Premier League. To be perfectly honest, and also the other thing that does annoy me about it is so many people, along with the patronising, there's so many cynical people going. They've got a rush alone. Have you seen their wages? That's this season. That wasn't the yeah. last five. It wasn't the last five seasons. They haven't been. They've you know they've, they're, they've been a model of. of uh, economic uh, policy, if you like, until now. And, you know, they've got local players, they've got ex-West End players. It's promoted like, three times in six seasons. Yeah. And, but, the Russian, but the Russian billionaire turned up a little bit later than that. Yeah. So the momentum is already there. But the, here's the, this goes back to it, Sammy. This is the kind of point I was making. It's, it's a story, obviously, as Kevin points out here, the romance is attached to Bournemouth. Hmm. Is there cynicism attached to Watford, do we think? Well, I mean... You say Udinese in Granada. I saw. I was in Madrid a few weeks ago and saw Granada get beat nine-one. So I'm, I'm not sure. So, so much. So <laughs> I'm not sure there's so many. So much of that power pack. I'm not sure there's many players they <laughs> want to take on there. Uh, I mean, you know, I think I think there was great cynicism when they played Palace in the playoff final. Yeah. Was it two years ago, and there was almost an anti-Watford feeling, wasn't yeah. it? Well, we don't want them to come up with what they did, and 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 that didn't happen. I, I think they've. It's not as blatant as it was, you know, you've got more uh, British players, obviously, Troy Deeney. Troy Deeney. Is, See, that's the weird thing, you know. is that you've got everything going on there. You've got Troy Deeney, who, who couldn't be a better journey. He's captain, three seasons, 20 goals. I, I think the difference with that, uh, I, I don't think the reaction was the same as a reaction to, say, Chelsea or Man City, you know, question, inverted commas, buying the Premier League. So I think the, with the Watford thing, the fans of most championship clubs kind of thought... We would put up with that if if it helped us. Of course, it, it, yeah. it, it was kind of cynical, but at the same point, yeah. they, they've they've gone. They, they've gone to the top of the league, pretty much with you don't hear you you, you don't hear the bemoaning from other football clubs within around them, particularly, and 
I suppose it'd be difficult for for that to be bemoaned again in in terms of the, uh, of the right. Premier League, but given the, the way that other clubs. I'm sure, if we're up. looking around Redcar right now, there'd be some moaning. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it also helps. Same with Bournemouth, it helps that they play a really attractive brand of football. Yeah, and they're nice to watch. And, they, and also, the two teams. It's hard. It's, it's hard to. Yeah, you know, much as they've got a Russian billionaire and all the foreign players, it's hard to get energised about Bournemouth and Watford, really. Mm. The, the bottom line is that they just seem like perfectly nice clubs. You kind of feel, well, good luck in the Premier League. No, 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 Kevin, 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 the way that the Premier League has become the panacea of football, yeah, that every, every, oh, oh, every story's got to be romantic. Instead of it just being no, a league no. where you go up and down, that's, like, like that's, it used to, and people pass through four leagues, mm. stayed in the top for ages, yeah. and it didn't matter. That, that, that's, and I think we've, 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 been, we've been sold a narrative yeah. now by the media that means, that means this is a new gold dream. And Bournemouth, somehow, the whole town's going to just suddenly be magic. Yeah, you, no, 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 absolutely. I think that's a really fair point because I... I All of those pensions are going very <laughs> yeah, no, that's, excited. That's, that's a really fair point. I was talking to a, a Middlesbrough fan uh, yesterday who was saying, I love the, I love the championship. And I, was, and I was saying, well, I said, because I was kind of went, rent a gob on, on radio and TV until Palace got the Premier League. I'd, I'd be the first person they phoned who would happily go on radio and telly and go... Premier League's shocking. You're in the championships where real football is proper. Fair. <laughs> but when you're in there, it kind of changes. But, and the thing is, I well, think... Well, come to the dark but, 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 but Basically, but also, but saying to Watford and Bournemouth fans, and, I, and it is odd, but I'm in a league now that I can't possibly... I support a team that can never win the league that we're in. Simple as that. So, well, yeah, there's yeah. a different but, mindset, isn't but it? Yeah. Of course it is. But, sim but silly things like having a full ground and seeing players like Wayne Rooney and, and, and being able to see your highlights before half past midnight <laughs> do, do, <laughs> make, do make a difference. And it's kind of like you feel... Because as a Palace fan, I know that sometime in the future, we'll be back in, in the chair. I know, of course we do. Like, like 18... No, less, less, 12 of the teams in the, in the Premier League... We'll be back in the championship at some time in the next five or six. I know that. Lovely. So, so, but you just kind of take it when you get it, and it is there is that. I don't know. It sounded patronising yeah. when I talked about Bournemouth and Watford, but there is the new hates Bournemouth and Watford. Yeah, people forget now because it was so long ago. But Charlton. The model club, uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Kirbishly, they got all a bit yeah, bored yeah. with the eighth, ninth place finishes. Yeah. They got rid of Kirbishly, but they were the model club, weren't yeah, they? That's true. Yeah, that's they, true. Yeah, know, yeah. And they, how long? Yeah. Premier League, ten years. There you go. Good, also, good the other good thing about Bournemouth as well is that all those thousands of Brighton fans going, "We should be the club on the south coast that's in the Premier League. <laughs> We've got a lovely stadium." <laughs> so. The best impression of a Brighton fan. <laughs> This side of Christendom. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much indeed. Uh, I, I want to go, just before we go, uh, the top one, two, three, then, because that's where we started. Who's going to be the one, two, three in the Premier League then? Stu? No, I've got uh, a better question. Jurgen Klopp to Liverpool. Answer oh! That, answer that, answer that well, I guess, I guess Chelsea, Chelsea, City, Arsenal. Answer the Jurgen Klopp one. Well, I said to you before, it's like going out and you forgot to get what you're going for. You go, I'll have that then. That's all <laughs> it is. That's, that's the reaction of most people. I don't know what he's like as a coach. And... and Dortmund are about to get relegated. To so be honest with you, that really what you want? I've got that unproven. I've got the one who's got relegated. Brilliant. I, they, same teeth. I think he's uh, a cool guy. I want to go for a pint. Yeah. One, two, you know three. I mean, that, but, but do you want that? Uh, Chelsea, Arsenal, United. The most. Brilliant. I, I, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool. Liverpool. Okay. I'm um, yeah, Liverpool Liverpool I meant Man City. It's because I was looking at a Liverpool fan. I said, no. no, because what all that needs to happen is, is all that needs to is, is, the, is the good people of Leighton need to go out on Saturday night and once again <laughs> don't have to see, see me. a beardy mank with his trousers around his ankles sobbing gently 
doing the Daniel Sturridge Why are his dance. trousers around his ankles? Because he's that so, upset. I'm glad you asked that question. I've been, I've been trying to get that in from the start. Yeah. No, one so has, no one has a mental image of me. <laughs> but now, now, <laughs> Mark, Mark's it. helped to sell me yeah. as a robot dancer <laughs> with his pants around his ankles. So when you get upset, you take your trousers off? Apparently so. I've been married to Mark for 25 years. Yeah, <laughs> and no, normally I can understand what he's saying, but even I couldn't work out what he meant. No, you no, ain't telling that. me <laughs> that the image of him isn't improved with his trousers around his ankles. <laughs> sobbing gently to the Daniel Sturridge dance. I thank God this is a podcast. Because <laughs> they're down around his ankles as we speak. Thank you, gentlemen. That was the Whistleblowers. Sports Social Podcast Network.